Uh, quick content warning for the beginning of this episode. We're going to talk a whole bunch about TERFs and Vancouver Rape Relief and a little bit about rape. So take care of yourself. Skip skip around if you don't think you want to hear that whole conversation. Can you hear me now? I can, unfortunately. Oh, the other pair was so much cooler. It's the nasty pair. Nasty. The nasty pair. That's what we are. <laughs> the nasty yeah. pair? No, you have to say it nasty. The nasty pair. <laughs> I forgot. Some people have war in their countries, but this is worse. You guys don't know real hardship until you have to wear the nasty pair of the nasty headphones. (laughs) Hi. (laughs) (laughs) And I decided not to wear any headphones because I am so hot today, guys. I'm wearing a dress. I've got my shorts underneath, but I'm not wearing like leggings. I can attest. She's barely clothed. They almost kicked us out of the library. I don't know, guys. I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm fine until a particular point, and then I'm just way too hot. Like, it doesn't mm. matter. Like, there's no, like, oh, I'm a little uncomfortable. It's like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> Please put me in a freezer. Oh, Are you going through menopause? I wondered that. I was going to make a joke about it earlier, but then, <laughs> but then I didn't want that to be true. So. Yeah, and then I got scared I would manifest it. Yeah. <laughs> As I do most things. (laughs) We saw two people in costumes giving free hugs outside the JJ Bean today. And both of us had the knee-jerk reaction of like... (sighs) Like we were actually angry to have seen this. Yeah, like, and I eventually told Melissa, like, my knee-jerk reaction entirely comes from the fact that I've seen it before. Yeah. So immediately I'm like... (laughs) Yeah, but that's been done. So why are you doing it now? Yeah. And then you we know see, you're not original. And yeah. then all these people are like walking by, getting hugs, and then like leaving with this expression of pure joy on their face, like that yeah. made their morning. Yeah, like, and we're both just, just like <laughs> something a little different. Yeah, I mean, my original thing was my the first thing I said was like, I have a problem with that, but I have no reason to. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Like, I wouldn't there, like to be touched, so I don't. <laughs> I wish people would just ask me if they thought it was okay that uh, they were offering, you know, <laughs> to hug someone consensually, and then the other person would ask me if it was okay to accept that hug before <laughs> it actually happened. Yeah. It's like that Jesus meme, Cons- mm. the myth of consensual sex. Isn't there someone you forgot to ask? And oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to put that up on the yeah. oh, no, Twitter. <laughs> That's going on there. Yeah, anyway, we know we're just like, curmudgeon If you want to go hug that kangaroo or Elmo, go for it. Yeah. But if we can judge them, they have a big helium balloon that says free hugs. And helium is bad. Helium is... Yeah. Have any of you considered that helium is not a renewable resource? And you shouldn't be putting it in balloons. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just looking for excuses to be bitter about it. Yeah, I think we were just like, what can we be bitter about? Because we're both bitter about different things. Mm. But we need something more tangible just for today. So we saw those guys and we're like, thank you for bringing us joy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Bringing joy to people in like many different ways. Yeah. If I don't want to hug, I can at least hate you. And that brings me joy. (laughs) Yes. Oh, we're good, fun people. (laughs) Guys, my shoulder really hurts from playing so much Sims. But I'm having quite a bit of fun, so it's like, how do I stop? Hey, wait, say your shoulder hurts again. My shoulder hurts? Did you hear it jerking off? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, I was playing The Sims, which is similar. 
So there's a huge crossover between people who mod The Sims and people who make stuff for Second Life. And Second Life is absolutely for sure for perverts. And I think that's maybe why. Did you say furberts? Furberts. Perverts. Yeah. And I think that's why every time I see like Sims mods that are just, Let you they're not sexy. silly. They're just straightforward, like make your Sim a hot person. My, My whole body recoils. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the ones where it's like, give them realistic skin and then. Yeah. Or like. And then get rid of the like blur lines when they're going to the bathroom. Yeah. Or just mod the titty to be bigger. You can make the. You can make the boobs so big in there. Yeah, but you can get another mod to make the waist smaller and the titty bigger. Like, have have you guys not seen what's like uh, Nancy Landgrab? Her waist is so small and her tits are so big. <laughs> <laughs> it's abnormal. <laughs> it's not that abnormal. She was waist training for years. Even, like a flesh person who has... Like, a very small waist and big boobs at least looks like a person. Like, she looks out of place in this game. Mm. It looks like someone modded her, and I don't have mods in my game. <laughs> I don't remember Sims 1 if I had mods because I was quite young, but 2 and 3, like, full of mods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now I'm just like, oh, well, I got other stuff to do, so whatever. My brother used to make his own. Yeah. I was very jealous because I was, like, just too young to understand how to look up a tutorial Yeah, to do it. So I would just like open his files and try to edit them myself and then just ruin them. Yeah, I modded some skins here and there for two or three. Um, and I was not very good. And mm. I was young, so I was like, well, I give up. Someone else will do this for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got into a, a big fight with uh, my brother's girlfriend and then I disowned her from the family. She's on the top so people can just know. Uh, turf isn't a slur. <laughs> Uh, nor is it gendered. <laughs> it's odd. Uh, trans people exist and are deserving of respect and safety, mm-hmm. just as everyone else is. And um, oh, how about working with vulnerable people doesn't make you not an asshole. It just means that you have access to vulnerable people. So if you yeah. behave like an asshole, you don't get to say, well, I work here as somehow evidence that you're not a shithead. Yeah. Also, don't call someone <laughs> like people who are uh, advocating for trans rights aren't fascists. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? It's called is uh, Godwin's law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like surprisingly fast, someone was like, "Actually, you're a fascist." Yeah, <laughs> that was the weirdest thing. Is like she wouldn't respond to anything. She would just bring up a new yeah. or just repeat the same anytime someone was like, "I don't actually agree with the way they treat." Trans people, she'd be like, that's a myth. I have yeah. no supporting evidence for it being a myth. But I'm telling you right now that I don't believe it. <laughs> also, you know those racist dolls? The black dolls? I think oh, they're called fuck. Like, gollywogs. Yeah. yeah. She collected those for a while. I don't think she has them anymore. Uh, really into like racist like Native American memorabilia, which I don't think she has around her house. But hey, um, why? She's racist. <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't understand. I feel like there are a lot of, like, punk-adjacent chicks like her mm-hmm. that collect racist shit. Yeah. And, like, I have and still do sometimes collect, like, overtly sexist depictions. Like, I love old cartoons where, like, a woman's hitting a guy with a 
yeah. pan or whatever. But see, the difference like, is that. you're white. <laughs> yeah. The difference with that is that you're a woman. And if you're collecting sexist stuff, you're like, I find it kind of funny because, yeah. you know, whatever. But it affects me. It doesn't affect other people. But if you're white collecting all this racist stuff. You're just longing for a time when you could be a fucking ghoul. Yeah. Well, obviously, she get still away can. with it. Yeah. 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 She's also one of those people who buys a bunch of vintage stuff for cheap and then sells it to people for like way more. Yeah. Pretty cool career. Yeah. Well, career is a strong word for it. <laughs> no, her career is trying not to touch homeless people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good burn. Thank you. I did a couple good burns, but also uh, I, w- I got fairly mean because like if someone starts like saying that these people aren't deserving of respect in space and then calling you an idiot because you think they are. It's like, yeah, I think I can. I think I can tell you that I've never liked you. Yeah. <laughs> good also yeah. yeah i that was mean but it also was well deserved so yeah i love also all true i do love like her other friend really gingerly being like hey so it seems like no one in this thread thinks trans women are women is that is that what i'm getting here and she was immediately like you're attacking me yeah one of her friends very very nicely was like hey maybe if you just stop and think for a second, we can have like a rational discussion about it. Like, mm. um, and by discussion, I mean, accept that trans women are women <laughs> because two of Nikki's friends outright said they weren't. And yeah. I don't believe Nikki responded to them at all, like in the way. That- no. And also Nikki didn't outright say it, but in every almost every paragraph she wrote was something to the effect of. Women have the right to be safe from trans women, which yeah. is immediately just putting trans women in some different category. Yeah. Like she might not outright consider trans women men, mm. but, but they're certainly not, not women. women. Yeah. 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 <laughs> ugh to turfs. Yeah. Ugh to Vancouver rape relief. Yeah. This- also, the coverage about that, like I know we both have suspicions. Yeah. And I I think I was less suspicious than you were out the gate, but I was pretty surprised when I started seeing the coverage around it. And it was all like Vancouver Rape Relief was vandalized, likely by trans activists. Like there was no possibility that maybe they did this to themselves because I don't know, 2020 is coming up and it's about to be determined whether or not their funding will be renewed. I thought their funding already got cut. I remember us laughing funding, about that. <laughs> yeah, well, their um, my understanding is that their funding was they have funding for this year, mm. and unless they change their policy, their funding won't be renewed next year. Yeah, and like the things that were written on there, the only thing I've seen by trans activists around is trans power, and that's fine. Like I've never seen any, I've never seen any kill turf. Rhetoric no, I've seen other than on very, around. Yeah, other than on like maybe very closed circuit things. And that's not actually wishing them death. It's them saying like... Abolish hey, the turf ideology. Yeah. And like, I'm tired of these people hurting me. Yeah. Anyway. In conclusion, uh, turfs are bad. I hate them. Just let people live. God damn. And like, I don't know. That idea that you don't want trans women in a safe space for cis women because of their voices is ridiculous because one, cis women can have deep voices, and two, cis women can rape other cis women. Yeah. Like, there's no way to keep people completely away from anyone who reminds them of something bad that's happened to them. Yeah. No, the voice thing is not... 
There's no coherent reason for them wanting trans women out of their space. They just shit out a new excuse no. yeah. as soon as one doesn't take. Like, they're just hoping that well, you'll be liberal enough to be like, oh, you know, I never thought about it that way. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, what are you, like, you're coming for, like, you've just been raped and you're coming for help. And they're like, well, can we just have a look at your your genitals real yeah. quick? You know, it's just just so we know if we can help you or not. Just so you know, like, that's all you are as a person. Yeah. Yeah. So if you could just, it's your body. Your body is the only thing about you that is real. And also, yeah. I know that it was just violated and that you might have some complicated feelings about it. But I just want to reinforce one more time. Your body is the only thing about you. It's the only thing we care about. If your body is not up to our standards, we're not going to help you. Anyway, should we talk about something else? I guess. Maybe we should talk about the movie. All right. Well, my name is Melissa. My name is Barbara. And you're listening to... I, I forgot. forgot. Guys, this is a this is a movie that Barbara's actually forgot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this week, well, actually, two weeks ago, I watched, and this week I forgot, The Four Feathers, which is, hang on, I just want to quickly look up how long it is. Yeah, it's about 60 years long. Okay. Uh, and I thought that was a fun kind of detail because they, they made the movie as long as it took Britain to colonize Sudan. So I watched it with my grandma at her house, and she really likes it. And You guys couldn't have watched A Knight's Tale? Why A Knight's Tale? This is the one with Heath Ledger in it, isn't it? No. I've been lied to by the internet. <laughs> so there was a remake of this video in the 2000s with Heath Ledger. Okay. This one is from 39 or something. Well, these facts aren't necessarily going to make sense, then. I got them all based on the new one. Oh, well, they're probably similar stories. Anyway, it's going to be delightful. <laughs> I can feel it. <laughs> okay, so in this one, um, the earliest part I remember is Harry, the main character, as a kid at the dinner tab table with his dad and all of his dad's, like, war buddies or something. And he's telling them and pointedly telling his son about uh, someone he knew who, I guess, abandoned his spot in the military and or resigned or whatever. And the shame of that caused him to kill himself. And the point of his story is essentially like, man up and get into war or you're going to die. And do what the war tells you. Yeah. After the kid leaves or before he gets there, I don't know. His dad starts complaining about how he likes poetry instead of killing people. So he's what the kid does. Yeah. And then later on, he's older and he has a girlfriend that he's going to probably marry. Ooh la la. Um, and she's very pretty. Um, but just a heads up, there's no one to root for in this movie. Yeah. The synopsis doesn't seem like it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she gets remade as Kate Hudson, I believe. That checks out, I feel like. Yeah, so her his girlfriend's dad is also a war guy. And his whole thing is that he tells the same fucking story from the Crimean War every dinner. And everyone just like puts up with it because he's a war hero, I guess. Guys, get new stories. Yeah. Go on a long walk and see some nature or something. I saw a bunny today. <laughs> okay, so he's in the military now that he's grown up. Took his dad's advice. Uh, and so all his friends from the military are, like, standing around some office talking about how pointless war is or the particular war that they're interested or that they're going to is. And that's the general consensus. Also, after he leaves, 
Um, one of them's super bitter about his girlfriend because I guess he wants to date her. Mm. Anyway, so they all agree that this war is pointless. But then when he resigns from the military, they all send him a white feather, which I guess in the 1930s or just in this movie is a symbol that you're a little bitch. Yeah, the cowardice. The yeah. white feathers of cowardice. Yeah. So he gets all those and he shows it to his girlfriend. And his girlfriend gives him another one. Yeah. She's like, well, you are a pussy, though. <laughs> and like they have this argument where he's like, no, we had a whole talk about how we should just get away from all this, and, like take care of ourselves and our family and our community instead of participating in war. And she's like, uh, yeah, we talked about it, but also you have to do it. <laughs> yeah. You have to do the war. We talked about it, but talk is cheap. War is expensive. <laughs> I'll just stick in this fact. He should have taken those feathers and incorporated them into his floral arrangements and started a new job as a florist. He should have, but he doesn't. Instead, what he does, because he gets some feathers, is abandon all his principles and does brown face. Yeah. Oh, right. I wanted to say, um, this is a fact you can find it on the internet too, um, but it's actually bad to dress up as a quote-unquote Arab. Mm. <laughs> I've heard that too. Yeah. That's yeah. A, Pretty widely known fact now. I don't know if it was as widely known I, then. I, <laughs> I I just want to say that I think we always knew. <laughs> Deep down, yeah. I think we we all had, had an, an idea. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so he describes himself as a Sangali tribesman. So he goes to some doctor and he's like, can you make me look like one of these? And he's like, you want me to cut out your tongue? And he's like, no, I'll fake that part. Just brand my face. So he brands his face. Which is inexplicably healed by the end of the movie, by the way. Like, it just heals over the scar. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's how branding works, actually. Yeah. I definitely don't still have scars from scratches I got when I was three. So. <laughs> um, God, I'm just realizing how long this movie actually fucking is. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he goes there and he brands him. And also, like, he's, instead of joining the military, doing some war crimes... So he's going to disguise himself as a slave or a worker or something. That's also cowardly. Yeah. Soldiers are cowards. So then when they... Spies are cowards. Attack his regiment. Turfs are cowards. So yeah, now he's going to go prove his worth to all his old friends. So they get attacked and one of his friends is like out in the desert sort of just staring at the sun as one does in the desert. Yeah, he's on watch or something, and then he passes out from sunstroke. He's on watch. Watch the sun. Make sure it doesn't yeah. move again. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he gets sunstroke, passes out. Um, Harry finds him and takes care of him. Gives him little kisses. Yeah, gives him little kisses. Gets him back to safety. Um, but he's blind the entire time. He'll, he'll never see again. Because um, he was staring at the sun so long? No, he's blind from sunstroke. So he gets him back to camp. Yeah, the British or whatever. And um, as he's returning him, he takes his white feather and puts it in his wallet and puts it back in his coat. But the British think that he's trying to rob him. So they arrest him. Kind of petty anyway. You save your friend and then you're like, who's the coward now? Yeah. And also, what do the British just have white feathers hanging around in case they need to like call someone out? No, he took, he brought his feather, all the feathers that he had. Yeah. So he could give them back and be like, you're the coward, bitch. It's just so elaborate. Yeah, I agree. 
So they arrest him, but he escapes. And then that guy goes back to England and uh, marries his girlfriend. Or no, starts dating his girlfriend. Oh. Um, Ultimate betrayal cowards. Oh, no. He proposes to her and she says yes. And then they're at dinner and he's like bragging about some guy who saved him in the desert or whatever. And then all of a sudden he tried to rob me. I was like, why bother saving me? Why didn't you just rob me? And then he takes out this letter or something that... He never read, but the savior slash robber left him in his pocket. Yeah. Well, no, he takes out this letter that Harry's girlfriend wrote to him. Mm. And when he hands it to her, the feather's inside there. Mm. And so she's like, oh, my God. (laughs) Um, You were the coward all along. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but so nobody tells him. Because he's blind and doesn't know what going on, what's going on. So they just take advantage of that and let him be ignorant while everyone else in the room is, like, trying to deal with this new information. So then the other two colonizers also got caught and they're in a dungeon. And so he infiltrates their, like, they're all doing slave labor. Mm. So he just starts doing labor with them and then gets down next to them. Shows them something he's written or says something. Shows him his dick. Shows him his dick. You remember this? Oh, he passes them a file. Like to file off their chains. Oh. But um, the guards see him do that and then is imprisoned. But everyone's imprisoned, so they're all in the same cell together. And so wait, they're still not recognizing their friend? No, he's in brown face. Oh, yeah. And he's got a tattoo. Yeah. So, yeah, in the prison, he's like, oh, P.S., it's me guys and they're like holy shit cool that's neat so you've been uh captured twice by different sides <laughs> yeah you're kind of bad at doing this maybe you are a coward <laughs> so then maybe he... you need a bit more cowardice so you're a bit sneakier <laughs> then he like organizes everyone in the jail to attack the guards at the same time so they attack the guards and they all escape and they steal their guns and they fight their way out and then so the fir- the blind guy now hears about what happens in the paper, and so he sends. He's also just okay. He finds out that he's never going to see again. The doctor he was relying on to restore his sight can't do it, and then someone reads him the paper, and he finds out that Harry is a war hero or whatever. And so all in one scene, then asks someone to write a letter to his fiance to be like, um, "I think I'm just gonna go to Paris." Thanks for your help. Bye. So he's breaking up with her because her original fiance is not a coward anymore? Yeah. So she can go back to him, I guess. Uh, Okay. Yeah. So it's supposed to be some weird self-sacrifice and it's like everyone's bad. Everyone's bad here. Yeah. Nobody deserves anyone. Everyone just go into the ocean. Oh, sorry. He's going to Germany. Oh, that's different. Yeah. And then he lies to her and says that he's going there to get his eyesight restored. But in reality, he... Yeah. So essentially what he's doing is like when someone dumps you and then you post a bunch of pictures of you having fun on Instagram. That's what he's doing. (laughs) So this is the end of the movie now. We've made it. This has taken like 15 minutes for me to summarize. But I want to emphasize that it took approximately a decade to watch yeah so they're all at dinner now him and his fiance and his fiance's dad and some other fucking people oh all his his other two friends that he saved and 
she's being all flirty because they're back together. And she's like, well, you gave those feathers back, but what are you going to, what kind of heroics are you going to do to get me to take my feather back? And then her dad starts up with his war story again. And he interrupts him and explains why that's not true. And actually, the way I heard it is you fell off your horse and were dragged away while everyone else did the fighting. And he's all humiliated. And then he gives his fiance back her feather. <laughs> <laughs> and then he leaves forever. Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> that's the whole fucking movie. I think I went through all the facts, but... Um, okay, first, it's good not to be a soldier, actually, so... Yeah. Yeah. And, like, this is a Heath Ledger one, but... Uh, this is the first film Heath Ledger went full method for. He quit the production three times and always came back dressed as a different crew member just in time to save the shoot. <laughs> That's funny. It's that was a good... Yeah, good. that was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the hardest on that one, probably. <laughs> I thought the hardest on soldiers are bad, actually. Yeah. <laughs> We all had to go away, do some thinking, and we all came back with the conclusion that soldiers are bad. Yeah. So that doesn't sound like a good movie. No. Also, around the branding of his face is when my dad decided that he was going to go have a nap, Mm -hmm. meaning that it was just me and my grandmother, meaning that there was no possible way to escape watching the rest of this movie or she'd have to watch it by herself. So cool move, dad. Thanks a lot. (laughs) And we all know he listens to this podcast, so he'll, <laughs> my dad likes to sleep in front of the TV, but not really sleep. Like he goes, he comes upstairs, sits in his recliner, reclines all the way, but turns the TV on and pulls the blanket all the way over his head. <laughs> oh, cute. <laughs> and then we're just all sort of like, is he asleep? Is he awake? Can we change the channel? <laughs> um, but yeah, a few years ago, I went home to visit him for Christmas or something and the only because he doesn't have cable so he just has like whatever channels there are the only movie on was like Rush Hour 2 like the whole time I watched it like three times oh my god <laughs> Rush Hour is pretty good though I don't remember Rush Hour 2 and it's definitely got its problems but overall it's a fairly entertaining movie hmm. um I can't say like I hated it but it was definitely like why are we watching this again yeah it's not really one you have to ruminate on for a while yeah yeah anyway Sounds like a bad movie, Barbara. It was. It wasn't great. <laughs> you just said that you had told it in fifteen minutes, and I thought that you were joking. But it has literally been fifteen minutes. Yeah, and it felt like a an hour. Yeah, <laughs> because I don't. You don't care about anyone. I zoned You're out like, like three times. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, part of that is because I had to keep pausing to read the synopsis, but that's because it, I forgot what was happening because this movie's less so bad. Than fifteen minutes. My God. You guys, this is just a, an anti-turf podcast. Let's yeah. talk about how much turf sucks and okay. why. Let's have another disclaimer. I'm gonna read a, I'm gonna read an actual anti-turf thing so I can read out my my sick burn. It was a good burn. Turf is a word. Almost oh, this is someone named Holly saying this. Okay, so directly to me, uh, turf is a word almost exclusively used in relation to women in brackets, gendered, who believe biological sex is real, so essentially who are wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is almost exclusively used as a put-down, in brackets, slur, not what a slur is. Uh, nobody ever says, oh, I'm meeting, uh, you did not put a period there, so whatever. Uh, nobody ever says, oh, I'm meeting my turf friend for lunch today. It's usually used like this, fuck turfs, turfs are trash. 
oh, she's a fucking turf piece of shit. I'm like, yeah, because that's how you use turf. Yeah, because like, <laughs> that's what turf, turf are pieces of shit. Yeah, those are all accurate. Um, and I went on to say, like, that doesn't make it a generative slur. Uh, just because something doesn't, someone doesn't like something doesn't mean it's a slur. And uh, since it's almost used exclusively describing a, an oppressor, it's still not a slur. And then <laughs> I thought of a better one. I thought of like, just a good burn um, that I would also say. Uh, so I said, nobody would say they're meeting their turf friend for lunch because you wouldn't want to tell anyone you were going to go eat in a dumpster. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, Fuck you, Holly. Get wrecked. Yeah. Also, just like believe in the idea of biological sex. It's like it doesn't matter if you believe in it. It doesn't exist. Yeah, I think Soling said that too. Just like it's like saying you don't believe in climate change. Anyway, what was our point? Our point is that turfs are bad. A biological sex isn't real. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So much of the turf logic is this weird denialism. Like, I don't even care about the biological sex argument. Hmm. Like, it matters, obviously, and I'm glad people are talking about it. But honestly, when we bring this up with turfs, like, they don't care. Yeah, no, you Biological sex is just something they're grabbing onto to continue their bigotry. They don't give a shit if biological sex is real and black and white or not. Mm -hmm. like they don't care in the sense that they're like no i absolutely believe it nothing you can say will change my mind because i don't want to believe yeah people exist yeah it's infuriating because it's like you're wrong and you there's so much evidence around saying that you're wrong but you're refusing to look at it but it's like yeah there's no point really arguing that because there is everything everywhere saying they're wrong and they're choosing very specifically to remain ignorant about it Mm -hmm. so anyway it's a beautiful day to not be a turf Congratulations to everyone who's not a turf. Yeah. Congratulations to everyone who's not transphobic in general. Mm-hmm. You're doing a good job. Anything you want to talk about? Um, should I read my burn on my uncle? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so my uncle <laughs> sent me a meme that he was just trying to get my goat with that was like, socialists get a Starbucks on their way to... To sit in a coffee shop where yeah. they use they use their social media to post on social media about how much they hate capitalism. Yeah, which is a weird thing to send you anyway. Yeah, like obviously he's just trying to start an argument or like pretend he's finishing an argument. I found this on the internet, so it's true. Yeah, and it like that's kind of his personality. He likes to debate, and normally I put up with it because it's the only way we can talk to each other. Mm. Except that this is just such an annoying boomer meme to send me that I'm not going to suffer it anymore. It's also not made well. No. And it's like, I understand. I understand who's making it. But it's like, why are you making it if you're not good at it? No. Why do something you're not amazing at? (laughs) So my response was, yeah, I've seen several iterations of that meme from conservative Facebook trolls. Some people really think that because smartphones slash cars slash shoes are necessary for moving through our society, that it somehow justifies the atrocities of capitalism, or that we would have no luxuries if our resources were socialized. It's usually a last ditch when they don't have anything productive to add. One time, at a party, a guy asked Paul if his shoes were ethically made to redirect the conversation, and everyone in the room yelled, come on, dude, at the same time. Anyway, sorry to hear about your friend David Koch. Wishing him and his brother a speedy reunion. <laughs> that last bit was stolen from Twitter, and I don't remember who originally posted it, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you so I can burn my uncle. <laughs> I also don't 
remember completely if we all yelled come on dude or if we just yelled shut up like i think it was a lot of shut up and you have to be quiet now yeah (laughs) well no i think like the initial reaction i yelled come on yeah i think i heard shara just yell oh (laughs) yeah can't remember what i yelled but i also yelled yeah everyone was just like fucking (laughs) fucking leave this party (laughs) why are you even here one thing about that fellow that I will give him credit for after arguing with Nikki is he was at least willing to be like, maybe I am wrong. I will take that into consideration. And although it doesn't seem like he did, at least in that moment, you hope that he did. Yeah. Whereas Nikki, you were like, hey, no, that's wrong. And she's like, how dare you attack me? Although I feel like (sighs) I don't want to give men credit for that because that's their tactic. I feel like it's like sort of a calm down. I'll I'll do better, I'm sure. Yeah, and I can almost understand doubling down. Like, no, I'm not justifying her bigotry. I just mean, like, when she says, like, that immediate reaction, I'm not going to give any more or less credit than a man being told his ideas are shit, arguing with everyone in the room and dominating the conversation for half an hour and then shutting up. Mm. Because it's just like, no, he he did the exact same thing, just calmer. Yeah. Which is more annoying to me. Yeah, I'm not going to say I'm giving any of them credit. I'm just saying one was slightly more pleasant than the other. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, welcome to our podcast where we just talk about fights we've had recently. (laughs) Yeah, and we only, we just talk about how cool we are for being in the fights. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We we tell you things that we would have said if we had not been blocked. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I can take down that really ugly, um, not cross-stitch thing she made. She gave it to me for my birthday, and I was like, oh, cool. What was it? <laughs> it's just like it's in a – Is it a those... cross-stitched uterus? Because, like, she would. No. Okay. No, it's in, like, um, like an embroidery loop or whatever mm. those things are, and it's just, like, a piece of fabric that she's sewn felt hearts onto and done, like, a couple, like, lines with embroidery floss. But anyway, mm. yeah, I was – like, she gave it to me. I was like, oh, that's cool, and I have that feature wall in my house, and I was like, yeah, I should probably put it up, but now I can take it down. Yay. Yeah. I'll just write turf suck over it. Yes. <laughs> Paint turf suck on it. <laughs> yeah, and it'll be up for when I do um, roommate interviews. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll get that out of the way real quick. <laughs> uh, that'll be my grape for today is that my roommate gave notice mm-hmm. and I have to find another roommate. I don't remember if that was my grape last week, but if it was, I'm using it twice. I don't like talking to people. I don't know. I hope you get someone who's, like, settled. Yeah. I mean, my current roommate is fine. Like, I'm not... It's nothing against her. I just don't want to look for another roommate. Yeah. Ugh. What's your wine? Um, my wine is on Thursday. I got to pet a puppy and then just a young but fully grown dog and then a little... The little Mai, who's usually there. Mm, so she's a, she's a Shih Tzu, and then a chocolate lab, and then the puppy was a black lab. That puppy was so fucking cute. And so soft. God. Oh, and oh. she's so cute. And she's wiggling around, and you're like, oh, so good. <laughs> <laughs> and the chocolate lab um, was, you know, getting pets, but, like, wagging his tail because he's super excited, but his tail is huge, and he keeps hitting me with it. And I'm like, you're really hard tail (laughs) (laughs) 
I like um, uh, the little girl, the daughter of the family or whatever was there as well. And she's like tail height. Oh, no. <laughs> she's just getting hit with Flogged. it. And you can, she's just putting cat, her hand up and keep moving because <laughs> I guess she's just used to it now. <laughs> she's just like, this is a thing that happens. I get hit in the head with a tail. <laughs> Aww, I guess I won't cute. last too much longer. Give it another like six months and she'll she'll be taller than the tail. Yeah. <laughs> she was going into her grandma's purse and her grandma's like, what are you doing? And she looks at her grandma and she goes... <laughs> like pops her lips so she's like oh you want lipstick and like went in and grabbed Aww. like one of those like um it's like a tinted a uh, tinted lip balm or oh, okay. gloss or something like that and like puts a little bit on that's so cute <laughs> yes. yeah what uh what's your grape um i don't do i have a grape aside from the the turf argument i wasn't even involved in i just had to witness <laughs> and then screen cap everything for me for yeah. blackmail purposes later the, the old woman who lives above me passed away. That kind of sucks. That was really sad. Yeah. Um, she kicks ass. I got really sad. Like, I was more weirded out that there was a dead body directly above my couch mm. when it happened. Um, but, yeah, yesterday I got really bummed out just because I walked outside and she wasn't standing on the porch where she normally is, like, just yeah. grinning and waving. Um, I mean, it, it takes a couple of days to kick in. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. So that's sad. She was really nice. Um, well, that's a bummer. So let's turn it around. Why don't you say something good this week? Uh, my wine is that I went to Mindy's yesterday and hung out with her and her roommate's cat, whose name is Wicket, oh. and he's very cute and very soft. Yes, and he he's looks named so after soft. a Star Wars thing that I don't care about. Yeah. Um, that was good. And also, Mindy has so many plants now. Ooh. Uh, her apartment is so grown up looking. Like oh. everything's wood and plants. And the ceilings are super high. Well, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> good for you. Uh, but no, she still has her like mannequin legs in the corner. So. <laughs> uh, well, why wouldn't you have mannequin legs in the corner? Exactly. But yeah, she she uh, made me tea from her mint plant, and it was delicious. Aww. Best mint tea I've ever had. That's so good. Yeah. I just want to say my apartment is also really grown up. I also have plants. Yeah. <laughs> I have plant that hasn't died yet, so. You have, like, little coffee tables now instead of those tubs? That's true. I need to get a fucking table, though, like, in the kitchen Like a or kitchen something. table? I just don't want to have to carry something from Value Village, and I'm certainly not going to pay for have something delivered. So I don't know anyone with cars. I can maybe ask her for you sometime. Barbara needs pay to get drive stuff. <laughs> Someone eat my fudge. I still have fudge in my freezer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, another another wine is I finally finished that shawl that I've been talking about, but I couldn't figure out the border, and then I figured out the border. It still needs to be blocked, but I'm not totally sure how I'm going to do that yet. So I haven't done it, but it looks really good. Good. Yeah. Good job. Thank you. Um, I finally got a dish rack. That's another win for me. Ooh. Don't have to put a towel down and let all my wet dishes sit there while I dry them. <laughs> so that's pretty, pretty big. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Things are changing around here. All right. Should we go? I guess so. Bye. Bye. Fashion sweater, fashion sweater.